think we should build a wall over Florida before we should build a wall over Mexico. You are listening to the Pod Full of Sunshine podcast recorded live straight out of Florida, where it's illegal for anyone wearing a swimsuit to sing in public. So grab your orange juice, dump in that champagne, cut you a slice of key lime pie, and get ready for an hour of crazy, off-the-wall stories from the Sunshine State. Here are your hosts, Greg and Diana. Hey, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Pod Full of Sunshine. I'm Diana. I'm Greg. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are a comedy news podcast where we talk about all the fucked up news stories that come out of Florida. Yes, we do. And beyond. <laughs> Thank you. And beyond. And beyond. Um, little housekeeping. Leave a review. Do it. We had a few new uh, reviews, so that was kind of exciting. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. It's a cool thing to do. In fact, this is probably our Christmas episode, so this is what we want from for Christmas from our listeners. If you haven't left us a review, leave us a review. Yeah, get jolly and shit. It's the only thing we want from Christmas, for Christmas. Speaking of Christmas, so we are not going to be having an episode out next week for Christmas week. We just figured. Um, a lot of things to do, you know, got things to do for ourselves. People have things to do. I mean, they yeah. should be still listening to us, but we'll give you a break. We'll give you a break. So there will be no episode next week. We will be back on Monday December 31st to kick off the new year right. But hell, listen to another one if you... Yeah, catch up. If you are going to have a little bit of a draw, go and listen to all our previous podcasts. Except for the first two because those are just horrible. And I'm kind of like really embarrassed by them. Wow. She's embarrassed by our first two. You got to start somewhere. I know. But God, we were... Shows our dedication and it shows our uh, our heritage. Our heritage? Yeah, by starting starting and then, you know, raised it up. Yep, we slowly get better. Yeah. How was your week, Greg? I had a good week at work. Uh, just been busy and it was nice. Not really any weather issues, I guess. So good deal. It wasn't too bad. Hmm. It's the holiday season, holiday parties, you know. Tis the season. Tis the season. Everybody's so happy and, you know, everyone's just hanging with their families and doing their things. Doing so. their thing. Yeah, good stuff. Good. How was your week? Uh, my week was fine. Work was just so boring this week. And there's nothing that I hate more than being bored at work. Like I got our weekly report for our screen time that Apple sends you every week. And my average time was like six hours a day. Well, how much was that up from last week? 8%. Wow, that is a good Yeah. Jump. Well, and it's like, well, what else am I supposed to do when I'm bored at work? So I'm on my phone like all the time. And uh, I'm just bored. Well, Maybe you should find something else to do at work. Maybe I should find another job. I actually saw this article, which I'm not going to find another job. I do all in all like my job. I just hate being bored. Well, maybe you should find another project to start. Well, there's a rich family from across the pond in the UK. Across the pond. Across the pond. But they have a job opportunity, and I think I should go for it. It's a dream job for photographers. And I'm not a photographer, but it says... Or anyone with a pulse. I have a pulse. I have one too. Yeah, so one of us can do it. 
A rich family in the United Kingdom wants to pay a photographer to travel around the world with them for a year. Well, they would not want me to be taking pictures of them. <laughs> yeah, Greg's not very good at taking pictures. He'll cut off people's heads in the picture. Yeah, I suck. The family is looking for someone to accompany them to events like the Formula One Grand Prix in Monaco and Abu Dhabi. Abu I Dhabi? think it's Morocco. Monaco. Monaco. That's it. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Well, nice try pronouncing it the first time. Bite me. Mardi Gras, New Orleans, Rio de Janeiro, Carnival. And they will pay a yearly salary of $100,000. Plus, they pay for your travel, food, and accommodation expenses. The person must be willing to leave home at a short notice and be okay with traveling year-round. Sometimes coming home for no more than a few days at a time. Sign me up. Yeah, you're just... That sounds like a great little thing to do. I know. How cool would that be? Like, to just get paid to travel, take pictures, you get to see the world and all these cool things. Then you're taking pictures. You get to eat for free. Yep. Yeah. To eat, travel, accommodations. Good stuff. Yep. I don't take pictures, though. No. And I don't really. I sometimes think I can, but I can't. Um, so apparently Meghan Markle, we all know Meghan Markle. Princess? I think she's a duchess. Duchess? Yeah, I don't think she's technically a princess. The duchess of Chamberlain? I don't think it's Chamberlain. Are you just making that up? No. I don't think it's Chamberlain either. Okay. Well... Apparently, Meghan Markle has lost another top aide, and there's rumors that she's apparently hard to work for. Like, what does she need an aide for? I mean, when you're royalty, you have lots of aides. Um, Their renowned personal secretary has announced she is set to quit. Samantha Cohen will leave her role after the birth of the child this spring. I can freaking hear the dishwasher. Oh, well, here's another episode where we talk about our dishwasher. I think that makes two or three now. Um, Confirmation that she is leaving comes just weeks after another aide suddenly resigned amid rumors that the Duchess is difficult to work for. Well, get over it. You're such a top aide. Why why do you have to? It's your job. Well, I mean, if you're going to be like this prima donna, like I wouldn't be able to work for it either. And maybe this person's used to working for like royalty that's just so nice and they're, they're moving out of the castle anyway they're they, moving to their own castle yeah, i think they are too they are because no, they, they're not going to stay in the apartment that has like six bedrooms and five bathrooms at a i think they lived in the same area that william and kate live in yeah they do but when kate had a baby they would move to another area it was like a five-bedroom apartment in this castle i would love to tour their castle how big is that thing i don't know but i would like to do that too i mean like, obviously you couldn't tour like everything but it's just how can you just have a five bed one five-bedroom apartment residence but they, then now they're staying somewhere else it's it's nuts yeah. And then I'm sure the, the queen, she probably has like a 10-bedroom apartment. She lives in Buckingham Palace, which is, I think, the biggest of them all. In I think that's it. the palace that they stay in is there as well. Yeah. So. Boys are coming in and out. Is. We specifically told them we're going to podcast. Do not come in and out. And what are they doing? We're not coming out anymore. All right. Well, go to your rooms, please. Oh, boys. They're Did fun. you bring everything inside? And shut the door. Well, we're, we're recording, bro. Yeah, this is how we do it. 
This is how we do it. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, about the royal the, family. Yeah, I thought they lived all at the same castle. No, yeah. I think there's a bunch of different castles within the vicinity of Buckingham. Buckingham Palace. Yeah. That's a palace, so that would be mean. It would be big. It's yeah. So the things inside it are still Buckingham Palace. It's just a different building. Yeah, yeah. Why would I they, don't really know. Why would they call it a palace? And okay. Then, then just say the stuff. <laughs> it around doesn't it. matter. Anyway, Meghan Markle is apparently hard to work for. Um, Meghan, I'm going to need you to go back to your roots. And remember where you came from and stop acting like a prima donna. And this could all be rumors, too. Probably is rumors. That's probably. probably came from a TMZ or... Um, I have some have other you heard reason. of the escape room? I think we have one here in Lakeland. I have heard of it. It's a th- big thing. They have them on cruise ships, too, I hear. Yeah, so apparently escape rooms involve participants using their wits to solve a series of puzzles to get a code to get out of a themed room. Well, apparently some people in Britain thought, some thieves, they were thieves, thought that the escape room was a real bank. So a pair has been branded the stupidest burglars after they broke into an escape room, apparently thinking it was a real bank. They got into the Lucardo escape rooms in the early hours of yesterday, uh, smashing through three doors before stealing cash and causing extensive damage. Director Ann Powell said they were opening every drawer in there looking for cash. They couldn't get through the lock, so they had to drill or unscrewing panels off their hinges. It's as if they thought it was a real bang, but obviously there was inside them just puzzles. Oh, yeah. Dummies. They probably were really dumb. Yeah. Dumb. All right, so my next story comes to us from Washington. The state or the... Um, uh... The state. Okay, so you're not really sure of yourself there, though. I am. It says Richland, Washington. Oh, yeah, Washington Otherwise, state. it said Washington, D.C. All right. So, ha. Ha. A wanted man hilariously responds to a police department's post of his own mugshot. Anthony Ackers became an internet celebrity after an unprecedented back and forth with police in Washington. Um, a man accused of failing to comply with terms of his probation caused a stir on social media. Police in Richland, Washington, put up a Wanted Wednesday Facebook post. It included a photo of Anthony Ackers, 38, who officers said they were trying to find. To the surprise of everyone else on the internet, Ackers decided to leave a comment. He wrote, calm down, I'm going to turn myself in. When he didn't show right up, the police wrote back, Hey, Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. Our business hours are between 8 and 5, Monday through Friday, Richland police replied. Of course, if you need a ride, you can call our non-emergency number and we will pick you up. But Ackers wasn't hiding. In fact, he responded again. Thank you. I'm tying up a couple of loose ends since I will probably be in there for a month. Should be in there the next 48 hours. But still, he didn't show. Instead, he wrote an unexpected paragraph to the cops. Dear RPD, it's not you. It's me. I obviously have commitment issues. I apologize for stating you up, but let me make it up to you. I will be there no later than lunchtime tomorrow. I know you have no reason to believe me after what I did to you, but I promise that if I don't make it on my own by lunchtime tomorrow, I will call for a ride to assist me with my commitment issues. Thank you in advance to your response if you are patiently giving me another chance with us. I know I don't deserve it. Amazingly, Ackers met at that time, and he posted one final comment that included a picture of him outside the police station. He took a picture of him ringing the doorbell. He wrote, 
push in the button. Yes, a bit later than planned, but here and going. Thank you, RPD, for letting me do this on my own. To his newfound online fans, he wrote simply, see you in a month. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Is it? How come the cops didn't go get him? Maybe they couldn't find him. It's true. Yeah, I'm oh. assuming. But I like his like little details, yeah. story and stuff. I always like it when people troll pages. Yeah, it was just... And when pages, like, you know. Troll them back? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, cool. <laughs> I wonder how, what he did to be in jail. Yeah, I don't know. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at you, just cool. Like, that's all you have to say. Well, it's just a great, like, it, it's cool how he, like, did that. I mean, but it's not cool how the police, you're the police department, you should be able to find this guy. Yeah. Well, maybe Richland, Washington is a small area and doesn't have the resources. You're right. They could be like, yeah, a one-trick pony. Have one cop. Maybe. Yeah, with a doorbell. Um, my last story before we dive into Oh, Florida. Um, comes to us from our neighbors up north, Canada. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Fun fact, I learned through the Red Menace podcast that New Zealand is to Australia what Canada is to us Americans. Like, you know, we kind of make fun of Canada because they're a bunch of assholes. Well, that that's what Australia does to New Zealand. I think it's New Zealand. Yeah, it is New Zealand. Okay. Well, New Zealand. You guys get all the butts of the jokes. Yeah. I'm going to pause this and stop that dishwasher. Why? It sounds good. Or can you really hear it? I can really hear it. Okay. All right, sorry about that, but the dishwasher, you know, it's just loud. Like It cleans the dishes. At yeah. least we don't have to clean them. All right, a Walmart employee uses the intercom to announce he's quitting, and he does it over the intercom. You want to hear it? Yeah. It's gone viral. Let's listen. Uh, attention all shoppers, associates, and management. I would like to say to all of you today that nobody should work here, ever. Our managers will make promises and never keep them. And not only that, they will preach to us about how they care about their employees. But about a month ago, my boss, assistant manager Cora, called me a waste of time and management did nothing to help. Management will also try and save money every step of the way, including cutting benefits of a, or a full-time associate down to, down to part-time, even though he worked 40-plus hours a week. I've been a loyal employee here for over a year and a half, and I'm sick of all the bullshit, bogus write-ups, and my job. Fuck management, fuck this job, and fuck Walmart. Peace, I'm out. <laughs> you know, everybody dreams of going out That's awesome. with a bag like that. And he actually did it. And he posted it. And he has proof. And he went viral because of it. Fuck Walmart. Uh, fuck Walmart. I love it. So cool. So cool. All right. Well, let's take a quick break before we uh, move on to our old Florida segment. Well, girls, so you started your period. Okay, now that the men have tuned out, let's get down to business. You know how our time of the month 
is just a made-up condition we can use when we don't want to have sex. Well, do you ever get stuck in a situation where the nasty boy says he doesn't mind and wants to get down and dirty anyways? Inspired by these moments, I'm introducing a new service called Cycle Ops. When someone isn't grossed out enough by your faux flow, just get on your Cycle Ops app and hit the panic button. Cycle Ops will covertly pinpoint your location and send an agent out to help you. Services include pouring a cup of fake blood in your lap and lightly poisoning you to induce cramps, nausea, and vomiting. If that doesn't turn him just all the way off, get back on your Cycle Ops app, sign the waiver, and we will stab him. With Cycle Ops, you don't need to be afraid. We've got our eye on you. All right, so there you hear we had a fake sponsor. <laughs> Stay tuned to the end of the episode because we are going to give shout out to Welcome to My Show podcast that helped put these together. And guess what? There's one more coming. I think um, they're pretty cool. Oh, my God. They're great. Um, it just gives our show another little touch that I love. Um, yeah, we're great. All right. Well, let's hop into Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. All right, so here's a story for you all. Get closer to the microphone, please. Amazon worker accused of shipping empty boxes after stealing $4,000 in items. Dang. I wonder what he got. His mugshot, he looks like a thug. He has, like, the real thick, like, eyebrows. So, because you have thick eyebrows and you're a thug? Let me see. Let me see a picture. And his hair. He just looks like a thug. Looks I've, like part of the, like, Mexican mafia I wouldn't something. trust him. <clears throat> Apparently, you shouldn't. So, uh, sheriff, sheriff's deputies say a worker at Amazon Warehouse in Florida stole nearly $4,000 in merchandise and gift cards and sent customers empty boxes. I'd be pissed if I got an empty box. Like, and how did he think he was going to get away with it? Like, do you really think that someone is going to open a box and it's empty and be like, oh, okay. Or here's what maybe he Well, how did they know he emptied the boxes? Well, they probably do. Through investigating. But, like, when I get a shipment, I don't, like, open it right away. So, man, if I, like, like, there's still boxes of presents I haven't opened yet. And Hopefully we got all our stuff. Yeah, now I'm like freaking out. Well, the thing about it is you should probably open them when they come. I know, but I don't. <clears throat> I know. Okay. Anyway, Orange County deputies tell news outlets 20-year-old Elvis Eduardo Soto. So his name's Elvis, Elvis. Eduardo. Was arrested Tuesday on a felony third-degree grand theft charge. He's been released from jail after posting a $500 bond. But anyway... Anywho. An arrest report says another employee discovered the thefts after running a report for gift cards that had been redeemed within six hours of being issued by the facility. The report says Amazon reimbursed customers who received empty packages. It's unclear if Soto has a lawyer who could comment for him but. but it's like okay i'm glad you reimbursed them i mean obviously but they need those packages it's probably christmas presents amazon come on well i'm sure they it says they um did it but i'm sure that they gave them what they ordered as well i'm sure i, I mean, hope I, and i hope they did free next day delivery oh of course they did it's amazon i mean what's that mean like do they have are they known for good customer service 
I don't know. Don't they have that Amazon Prime thing that like ships the next day? Yeah, but you got to be a Prime member. What if these folks aren't Prime members? Well, they got it screwed up, so Amazon has to fix it. They could get it there. Yeah. They'd um, probably just deliver that shit with like a polar bear. What? <laughs> like a polar bear. Yeah, I, I got the polar bear part, but let me rephrase. What? That's how enhanced their delivery is. They have polar bears delivering their stuff up in Alaska and like the North Pole. I really sometimes wonder like what goes through your head as you say these things. They're very advanced. Advanced polar bears. Deliveries. Pod full of advanced polar bears. There's our uh, title. Pod full of advanced polar bears. (laughs) My O'Fleur story not even comes from this neck of the woods in good old Polk County. But it literally comes from right down the road. Cool. I like it. The Polk County. People say that I say poke. Funny. Because I say poke like P-O-K-E instead of polk. Well. Oh, well. They're probably just funny. You're cool. I am cool. The Polk County Sheriff's Office is searching for a sandwich thief who say they shoved a foot-long sub down his pants. Is that a sub in your pants or are you just happy to see me? They're probably happy to see him. Get him for their microphone. That's what it was. Um, the crime happened back on Saturday, November 25th at the Marathon gas station on Pipkin Road in Lakeland. I pass that every day on my way to work. Deputies are still searching for the man seen in surveillance footage. According to the post on the Sheriff's Office Facebook page, the man went into the gas station around 845 and concealed a foot-long sandwich in front of his pants. Now stop right there. We know what you're thinking. Please resist. This is a respectable Facebook page. We are just reporting the facts, the sheriff's office wrote. Too bad it wasn't a hot sandwich. That would have provided instant karma to the pilferer. Okay. Stop trying to be so funny, Polk County Sheriff's Office. Deputies say the man bought a polar pop and left without paying for the sandwich, and he rode away on a bike. Well, why didn't they stop him from uh, paying for the sandwich? Could they say, hey, can we get that money for the sandwich in your pants? I wonder if they didn't notice until they were... I don't reviewing know. tape maybe but do you review tape often oh well, maybe they do i don't know all right you got another one maybe that's i do have another one but maybe that's something that guy the owner of the place that sits back and has a beer and uh watches surveillance video of his store good <laughs> i mean it's possible i can think of better things to watch florida uber eats customer finds soiled underpants in food order Soiled underpants? Well, I'm sure that's not the Uber Eats fault. All right. Ball Harbor, Florida. Bar Harbor? Ball. Ball. Harbor, Florida. Most people tend to be understanding if delivered food arrives a bit cold or isn't exactly right. But when it comes to with a side of soiled underpants, that's no accident. Accident. It happened to a man in Florida, and he wants people to know what can happen to food between when you order it and when it gets to you. Who who thinks that you're going to get delivery somebody's dirty underwear, asked Leo. The unfortunate customer who received underwear. Oh, my God. Your reading is killing me right now. (laughs) I'm just disgusting and unhealthy. (laughs) It's potentially deadly. So this guy's pissed because he got soiled underwear delivered to him. I guess my reading is all <laughs> fucked up. He it's ordered like t- t- today, Junior. <laughs> he ordered uh, from a new, new nearby Japanese restaurant. 
He walked outside his hotel to pick it up from the Uber Eats guy. Grabbed the food. And right when I got the food, she took off running and was like, that was kind of odd. He said. So the lady <laughs> delivered it and just took off running. <laughs> he said. Okay. So then there's when, a pair of... Let me just paraphrase this because, you know, reading. <laughs> so he opens his food. And is there it's a pair of tidy whities There is. And on there are shit stains. So someone didn't wipe very good. But then I want to know, and do they ever address this in the story? Like how they got in there? Yeah, like all of a sudden somebody just put underwear in there. Was it like a prank from this Uber Eats person? They had to like do a prank? Was it like, maybe it was hazing. I'm calling this right now. I think whoever ordered the food is fucking around like i think that he put those in there just to create a story i mean why would this person that delivers food for uber eats put their shitty underwear in a bag then deliver it to somebody do they want to lose their job do they not like uber eats like i say i think it's the guy that ordered the food he's just fucking around maybe they were his shitty under white pants and why are you wearing tidy whities whoever underwear it is like come on some people like that my brother wears tidy whities. <laughs> oh, it's weird that you even know that. <laughs> yeah, when I said it out loud, I was like, oh, that just sounds weird. Yeah. But he, because we had a whole conversation about it. It's weird that you guys were talking about <laughs> tidy whities. This was a few years ago. But he wears the cool tidy whities that are colored like, what's that soccer player, Beckham? David Beckham? He's like, ah, look, David Beckham wears them. I'm like, yeah, but David Beckham can yeah. Normal people can't. Your brother likes them. Yeah. They support him very good. <laughs> Give him good support. Sorry, Brian. Talking about your tidy whities. Hope he doesn't have stains on the back of his. Yeah. Make sure to really wipe good, people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our sports segment. <laughs> our sports segment greg you want to do the first story yeah i do want to do the first story i'm so glad i am too so let me pull it up do you want me to pause sorry i kind of just sprung that on you nope you don't have to pause okay leonard Fournette says i'll whoop your ass on video <laughs> after allegedly being called a racial slur Leonard Fournette is with the Jacksonville Jaguars, correct? Yeah, maybe he should concentrate on being a running back. Well, and he literally just got suspended for a game like two weeks ago for fighting. Like you would think after being suspended, you would be on your best behavior. He's not. He's not. But I guess um, Jacksonville Jaguars Fournette was shown on video threatening to beat up a heckler during Thursday's loss to the Tennessee Titans after a fan allegedly used a racial slur. Get over it, dude. You guys lost. You were just mad because you lost. Well, and, and it's not cool that this guy would no. use a racial slur. And don't slurs. worry. I'm sure if this guy's throwing racial slurs around, the crowd will take care of him. Yeah. But here, here, we have a video of it. We do. 
And then he's on the bench. He's turned around, still talking shit to the crowd. Now he's standing up. All right, you can't really see or hear much from that video, but he did say at one point, I'm going to whoop your ass. And, yeah, um, probably shouldn't say that. Yeah, probably not. Like, it, it, and we've never been in that position, but it's got to be really hard, like being right on the sidelines. And if that word was used, like ignoring that, you know? Well, I guess you're right. It probably is hard to ignore it. But like I said, Fortnite, you literally just got suspended for fighting. Like, keep yourself together, keep, man. Keep your cool, man. Yeah, be cool. Um. So my sports story has to do with our beloved. Our beloved, what? <laughs> Hold on, let me take a drink. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Um. So it has to do with LeBron James. Oh, yeah, LeBron. Our beloved. Um, so he played the Grizzlies. Is that Toronto? Vancouver? Memphis. Really? They, they have a basketball team in Memphis. The Memphis Grizzlies. I really thought it was in Canada. Canada, they have a team called the um, Raptors. Toronto Raptors. Yeah. Vancouver, doesn't, Vancouver doesn't have a team? No, but I think they have a hockey team. Oh, I'm sure it's Canada. The Canucks. Um, So he gifted the Grizzlies ball girl. Because, you know, in basketball, for those of you that aren't into sports, um, you know, like football players will give their cleats away, but they usually give them to like other players, which is, no, they give their jerseys to other players and cleats, whatever. So in the NBA, their thing is they give their shoes to a fan after the game. Which is pretty cool. So LeBron, when he was playing at the Grizzlies, gave his shoes to the Grizzlies ball girl. And she, it was a really cute video um, because, like, she starts crying. Like, she's so happy. She's so overwhelmed. And she I, walks away. I, I bet she can't even fit in his shoes. Well, probably not. But you don't take them to wear them. Oh, yeah. Take them not. to have them. So then they, um, in the locker room, they asked LeBron why they gave her the shoes and this is his answer and i think the last little bit of it is the clip of him giving the shoes i think she's one of the ball uh, ball girls here um every year i've come here she's always uh she's always worn a, a, a very exclusive pair of my shoes and i've always noticed that i've never said anything to her and, uh, you know, and, and tonight I said something to her for the first time and she was like, yeah, I've always been team with Brian. Always. Um, just on the bench. I mean, it's just like this all started with the Cavs. I'm a huge LeBron fan. Uh, my family, they're annoyed because I'm a huge fan. I wear his shoes every day to work. I work here. I'm the assistant equipment for the Grizzlies. So every day at work, I'm wearing his shoes. And everyone knows I'm a daughter of LeBron fan. So... Um, we're just chatting it up, and I wore his Elliot's today, and he was just like, I know how much they mean to him, and John Elliott, so he's just like, yo, you always wear my kicks, you know, you're awesome, da, da, da. and then I didn't even know his bodyguard was like, hey, come here, 
gave me his kick, so it's pretty cool. What was your reaction? Uh, priceless. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't come to work today. Like, I'm going to get LeBron shoes. <laughs> I'm just always trying to make the Lakers, any team he's on, comfortable because I know it's hectic. So it's just trying to do my job. Oh, I love that. And, um, I like, I love that she knew, like, I'm wearing his Elliot's today. Like, she knows the names of the different shoes, and she knows the history and the background of the shoes. Like, who's John Elliot? <coughs> I don't know who John Elliot is. I don't either. I don't but, like, he played basketball. She knows, like, all of it. And, I mean, that's a diehard fan right there. Like, we love LeBron, but we're not, like, that yeah, We don't like his shoe. Well, I mean, maybe his shoes are cool, but we don't have all every pair. We don't have a pair. Uh. My friend's daughter wanted a pair of LeBrons for school and I think something like they cost like $150 and that honestly is probably like a cheap pair. Yep, I don't need to spend that much money on shoes. I remember back in my younger days like elementary school like Jordans were the cool thing and they still are pretty cool and I forget if I was on Instagram or Twitter but there were these um they were advertising like the new Jordans and there's a pair I was like those are really fucking cool. Like, I would love to have those. So I clicked it, and they hadn't been released yet, but they were just giving a preview. But there was something like over $200 for a pair of sh- I'm like, you know what? I would have, like, spent 100 120 130 tops, but $200? They're pretty cool shoes. What are Yeezy shoes? I keep hearing people talk about Yeezy. Yeezy? Is he Yeezy. a rapper? Is that Kanye West? I don't know. Hold on. I really want to Google this right now. Yeezy. I really think that's Kanye West, and I think he, he has shoes. Did you pause it? No, we're still going. Oh, good. Why? What are you doing? I was going to go to the bathroom. Oh, well, stay here while we look up Yeezy shoes, and then we'll pause because we're about to move on to our what the fuck segment. Oh, my God. First of all, they're fucking ugly. Yeezys, huh? Yeezys. Y-E-E-Z-Y. And they run just up here in the, like, special offers. You know, when you Google something, they'll say, like, for sale. The lowest price is $380. Those are for just plain white ones. The most expensive, $1,041. Yeah, I'm not paying that much for shoes ever. But, hold on. Let's see who the Yeezy shoe owner is. Oh, it is. It's for Kanye West. Oh, he's a douche. Yeah, he's got like mental health problems. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I think I had seen DJ from the Untrained Eye. He had retweeted something like um, Joe Rogan. I think it was, yeah, Joe Rogan invited Yeezy onto his podcast because Kanye West had tweeted about how no media will take him seriously and want to talk about mental health. Like, They'll just kind of like float over it. He's like, I want someone to actually sit down with me and like talk to me about it. So then Joe Rogan had. Oh, that's nice of Joe Rogan. I wonder if it's like a fake thing though. Or if he does have mental health. No, I think he's actually been diagnosed. And if you watch any of his actions, you can be like, yeah, I can see he's fucked up. I don't really follow him. I know he's fucked up. I don't either. I really not a Kanye Kanye West fan. But, um. All right. Well, you take a potty break, and uh, we will be right back after these messages. 
I want to invite you all to the grand opening of Good Pets Limited, the best new pet store around. If you're bored with the typical pets of cats or goldfish, yuck! You need to come to Good Pets Limited for a new kind of animal pal. Squirrels, tadpoles, trout, earthworms. No ordinary parrots or dogs here. No, we had that dog that one time we found at the park. Oh yeah, okay, shut up. We don't find all these animals at the park. Come get your new good pet at Good Pets Limited. All right, that was our lovely sponsor. Not a real sponsor. And we hope you enjoyed those two little fake ads. They're pretty cool. I like them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our What the Fuck segment. What the fuck? All right. It's our What the Fuck segment, and I am going to go first. In the spirit of the holiday season, both my What the Fuck stories has to do with Santa. My first one is Bad Santa told the children at a mall to get the fuck out as he ripped off his costume. That sounds hilarious. Sounds like that movie, Bad Santa. Yes, our favorite one. Let's uh, take a listen if it will load. Okay, I have the video. So a Bad Santa, I think this comes to us again from across the pond. Well, we got a lot of action from across the pond. A lot of action from across the pond. But this Bad Santa told kids to get the fuck out. Let's listen to the video. CNN reports a bad Santa in Cambridgeshire, England, recently horrified parents and frightened children by yelling at them to get the f*** out. The Sunday outburst came after a fire alarm was set off by a child-friendly rave taking place in the same building as the Christmas event. As people were evacuating, the cranky Mr. Claus is said to have rushed into the room, ripped his hat and beard off in front of 50-odd kids, and started shouting and swearing at people to leave. Parents were left with some explaining to do, and one of them told Cambridgeshire Live that a number of children were informed he wasn't the real Santa. He was an imposter and will be going on the naughty list. The organizers of the event have apologized. Okay, I was really hoping there was going to be an actual video of it, but I haven't been able to find it. So, um... Well, it sounds like he was a grumpy old man. Yeah. This is, uh... Yeah, well... I guess there's no video. That's it's like surely someone had to have gotten that on video, right? Right. But well, maybe I not. guess they didn't. So bad Santa, there's a fire alarm or something. He got pissed off and told kids to get the fuck out and ripped all his shit off. He's like, fuck off. Fuck off. What the fuck, Santa? Yeah, aren't you supposed to be like all jolly and shit? He not a jolly Santa. All right. What's your what the fuck story? Volunteer firefighter sets two fires on purpose because he was bored. <laughs> you know what? I can think of better things to do if you're bored, Mr. Fireman. Yep. Supposedly, uh, Ryan Lambert set one of the fires on December 10th using gasoline and a second fire on December 3rd using paper towels. <laughs> Both fires happened on Crawford Avenue. Where at? In Munhall, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Like outside of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. He has since had a court arraignment and has a bond of set for $200,000. Does the article say how they found out it was him? We're going to read through. No? Okay. Doesn't say. Okay. But um, he must have came forward or somebody told him, but he's... He's in a lot of trouble. He's, he's in a lot of trouble. You know, it's arson. You don't set other people's house on fire. Um, 
The one lady called 911, but she was pretty able to get the flames out herself. Oh. So. Well, that's good. Not a very good fire starter guy. Yeah, what the... F- so he's a fireman and set shitty fires. I guess that's a good thing. That is a good thing. All right. My last what the fuck story, going with the whole Santa theme. Santa. A recent poll shows that a modern Santa has tattoos, wears skinny jeans, and should be rebranded as a woman. Well, anyone that wears skinny jeans should be a woman. A new survey shows that some people feel that Santa Claus, who has long been portrayed as a holly jolly man with a round belly and a snow white beard, could be due for a makeover. The logo design company Graphic Springs surveyed hundreds of people to see how they would rebrand Kris Kringle. To start, pollsters surveyed 400 people from both the U.S. and the U.K. on how they would change Santa. 4,000 respondents then voted on what changes they would make. So 20% say St. Nick has tattoos, 18% want him to wear skinny jeans, and 25% are swapping out his boots for sneakers. And forget about a sleigh, this Santa has both a hoverboard and a flying car. Some other new additions for Santa include Amazon Prime membership, a new hairstyle, and iPhone for those North Pole selfies. <laughs> okay, so just stop, people. Stop it. Stop it. I let you get away. I silently rolled my eyes, and I said nothing when you want to take baby it's cold outside off the airwaves. But putting Santa Claus in skinny jeans is just ridiculous, and it's a sign that you have gone too far, and I will not accept Santa in skinny jeans. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And Santa, I'm sorry, is not a woman. I'll give you, I'll give you the tattoos thing. Maybe St. Nick is a little cool and has tattoos, but he's not a woman. <coughs> And he and, doesn't wear skinny jeans. And he jeans. doesn't wear skinny jeans. It's not even part of the outfit. Like, can you imagine seeing this old man with a beard in skinny jeans? People would make fun of him. And oh, as they should. Yeah, I like the tattoos. They're probably cool. They probably mean something to him. Yeah, I'll give you the tattoos. They probably all have a meaning. But damn it, people, just stop. Yeah. What a stupid poll to put out, too. People are dumb. All right. Well, let's chase this what the fuckery down with some sweet, nice, don't worry, be happy stories. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy now. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. All right, it's our Don't Worry, Be Happy segment. And who wants to go first? I will. Okay. Oh, this is out from California. Dog survives campfire. Waits nearly a month on burned down paradise lot for owners to return. So this is from the, those paradise wildfires. They call it the campfire. The campfire. Fire, campfire or whatever. Right. Yeah, so. The deadly campfire that ravaged Buttle County spread horrifically fast last month, forcing residents to make... Split-second decision as they scurried for safety. Countless cherished items were left behind, including pets, unfortunately. Last week, close to a month after the blaze ignited on November 8th, one couple was able to visit the lot where their home once stood, and a special family member was waiting for them, their dog Madison, who they had, hadn't seen since evacuating their paradise home, was alive. Well, Aww. why the hell did you leave your dog? Right. The canine... The canine paw print rescue posted the story to Facebook, knowing that the Madison's parents were unable to get home to him when the fire spread. 
All they could do was hope and pray amid the heavy flow of devastating news that the flooded that flooded headline during the days that they were separated from their shepherd great piners mix. So the family was away from the house when the fire started and they weren't. Oh, okay, well. So that I bet that was really hurtful. I bet Rosie would be so scared. Oh my gosh, I would be so sad like not being able to get to your dogs and rescue them and oh man. But Madison was waiting for them as he was protecting his former home, the rescue wrote. Never give up. But the store has an extra delightful component. Ooh, an extra delightful component. Shyla Sullivan, a volunteer with the group, explained in the comments section that the couple's other dog, Miguel, was found in Citrus Heights, some 100 miles away. Holy crap. After Miguel turned up, so the Sullivan would return to the Paradise property to put out food and water and hoping that Madison somehow survived. Oh, she was giving the dog food. So they got both dogs. Yeah. How nice. I like that story. Is that it? Are you done? Yeah, I'm oh done. My, oh, that's you hear nice. That fucking dishwasher. That dog is happy to see his family, and his family's probably happy to see him. I would imagine. He probably is wagging his tail like this. I think it was so cute that he was just sitting there, like, protecting his house. Well, what and else? what makes it even better is that he obviously ran away at some point, but then came back because the house was in ruins, was it not? Well, yeah, he probably had to run away. Yeah. Um, so my Don't Worry, Be Happy story comes to us from right here in Orlando, Florida. O-Town. O-Town. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Uh, the headline is, Random Act of Kindness, Man Gives Up His First Class Seat to a Woman Flying with Her Daughter to the Children's Hospital. Kelsey Zuick is sharing her thanks to a selfless flyer during a trip from Orlando to the Children's Hospital in Philadelphia. The flight attendant came over and said the man in 2D, he's waiting to switch seats with you. I'm just standing there looking at him crying, she said. She said on Facebook that she was boarding a flight Thursday with one of her daughters, Lucy, and the girl's oxygen machine when she found out a man was offering to give the family his first class seat. According to the news station, Zuick of Orlando traveled with her daughter who has compromised lungs, a stroller, and more. Oh, see, I love random well, nice... how does the guy know that they needed the seat? Well, because she saw he saw them boarding oh. and saw the oxygen tank and... That was really nice of him. Yeah. So... That's nice. All right. Well, let's. I don't know if I would give up my first class seat. Well, that's I'm not because that nice of a person. I'm sure him flying first class is like a normal routine for him. So like for poor fools like us, we would never get the opportunity to sit in first class. So there's no way in hell we'd give ours up. <laughs> yeah, but I worked for that. That's but right. He probably just gets it all the time. We keep um, talking about how we want to go to Europe one day. and But the flight alone like is enough to scare us away and i'm like well that's one that we would have to fly first first class because it's so far away and one time i was just looking for fun and the difference between first class and coach is something stupid yeah, we'll like, just fly coach like a thousand dollars per person we'd have to just fly coach but like i wanted one of those seats like that they have pods like yeah, so you I can lay them. down I've seen them. they look cool yeah. yeah that's the only way i would want to fly but well, we'll just know. have to wait for discount tickets yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this. No, let's get some jokes with the boys. Boys. Boys.
All right, it's time for Jokes with the Boys. So, funny story, my brother texted me on Friday. I'm going to pause and make Dakota leave because I can't stand her huffing. Hold on. Wait, go put her in the room. Okay, sorry about that. Dakota was huffing, and she's so old, so she huffs very loudly, and I couldn't take it. Um, so anyway, my brother texted me on Friday, and he goes, when did you change the boys tell a joke to jokes with the boys? And I'm like, mm, I don't know. I didn't notice we did change it. And he's like, yeah, it used to be boys tell a joke, and now it's joke with the boys. I'm like, honestly, I didn't even realize we did it because... Wait, you did? I didn't realize we did, so... It's just whatever. Boys tell a joke. Jokes to the boys. It is what it is. So, Blake, you going first? It is what it is. What do you call a rooster staring at a pile of lettuce? What do you call a rooster staring at a pile of lettuce? A chicken sees a salad. <laughs> chicken sees a salad. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that one. All right, well, get up to salad. Daddy's microphone. What? Is the best season to jump on a trampoline? What is the best season to jump on a trampoline? Springtime. Spring! <laughs> good job. They were both very good. Both very good. All right, now go away. All right. All right, well, before we wrap the shindig up, I want to do our podcast pocket because I wanted to save it for the end because I wanted all our listeners to hear the... Um, fake advertisements we had going on. So a special shout out and a special thank you to the Welcome to My Show podcast. The host is Michelle. And guess where I met her, Greg? Facebook. No, she likes Reddit better these days. She's a Reddit person. I love Reddit. So I met her on Reddit. Like I have basically all my podcast friends. And she had posted some fake advertisements. And it was like, if you guys would like to use them, you know, get in contact with me. So I emailed her. And she sent me a whole bunch of them to you. So for the next few episodes, we will be having some more fake advertisements. Um, So thank you, Michelle, for putting those together and letting people use them. But to all our listeners, please go check out the Welcome to My Show podcast. Let me give you a little synopsis of what it is. It's she's a one woman podcast host. And being a one person podcast host is not easy. A lot of talking. Yeah. Can that microphone's not working. A lot of talking. Um, so Brad from the Coffee Buzz podcast, he nails it every week. So yeah, he's pretty good. He is good, and Michelle is just as good, but it's totally different than the Coffee Buzz podcast. She talks about a lot of random shit, and it's awkward comedy. Like, okay, let me just give you an example of like we just I just listened to the, her uh, latest three episodes, and in one episode. Do you have people randomly request you on Facebook? Yeah, sometimes. Like people you don't know? Yeah, every once in a while, and I like, just get deleted. Yeah, that's just weird, right? And I would never yeah. accept Facebook um, friends friends that, yeah. that I don't know. <coughs> well, so she was like, if we're going to be Facebook friends, we're going to call them. So she called them like live on her podcast, and it was the most awkward conversation, but it's so friggin' because funny. She, she was like, fuck these people. We're going to call them and see if they really want to talk. Yeah. So like she that. called them. She's like, hey, I figured since we're Facebook friends, I should know who you are. And so she called like three different people and it was so hilarious, but maybe so uncomfortable because I would never like do that. Did they tell them who she, he, they were? Did they know them or they were just trying to spam it? Um. Yeah, they knew. Yeah, fix your microphone, please. All right. Sorry. Thank you. 
um, yeah, she knew who they were, or they knew who she was because, you know, can you call people through Facebook? Like, is that a thing through Facebook Messenger? Uh, I guess so. I've never used it. Yeah, I'm assuming it is. So she called, like, wanted to ask them, like, what's the worst What's the worst thing you've put in your mouth? Have you ever been convicted? Have you ever, you know, done a crime? And it was just so freaking funny. And then she talked about um, the random Facebook Live stuff that people do. And yeah, one was so like, silly. one was like a psychic and was... It had to do with rabbits, and I'm doing a horrible job telling it, but basically the psychic was doing a reading, and she's like, I'm seeing three rabbits. And so Michelle in her pocket, she's like, wow, thanks for telling me about three fucking rabbits. And anyway, I'm not doing her justice. Go listen to her. Again, it's called Welcome to My Podcast. Or yeah, I'm sorry, her out. It's called Welcome to My Show. And go listen to her. I think she's from Iowa. I have never met anyone from Iowa. I have not either. Here's the three things I think I found out about Michelle. I think she's from Iowa. I think she's 28. And I think she's like an accountant of some sort. Oh, cool. Those are good three facts, babe. Yes. But her pictures on her Instagram page, like she looks young. Like I thought she was like maybe early 20s. Well, she still can be an accountant. And she also lost like a tooth like at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I saw that picture. (laughs) We were listening to on our way to... um, the football game and greg's like man i really want to see a picture of this i'm like actually she has one on her instagram page i saw it it was yeah it was funny it was funny so go check her out again welcome to my show the podcast go follow her on instagram let me find her instagram name i think it's called garbage kitchen and she actually had one of these segments in one of her podcast episodes that we listen to where she'll just taste random shit that's in her kitchen and give you a play-by-play of what it is and what it tastes like that's gross but it's funny so it is funny her instagram is garbage kitchen and it's the welcome to my show podcast go listen to her do it now and thank you again michelle for the fake advertisements they're really good yes all right so just again another reminder we will not have a show next week we will be back for the new year and be ready to see us. So the next episode drops on New Year's Eve. It's going to be amazing. So ring in the new year with us and have a wonderful, <coughs> wonderful Christmas. And if you want to give the Podful of Sunshine podcast a review as our Christmas present, we would greatly appreciate it. We would. Be very jolly this year. Be jolly. Leave a review. And we will see everyone in two weeks. Tell a friend if they want to catch up. Now is a good time to do it. We'll, where we will be on break next week. Um, binge listen our podcast. Yes, yeah, do it, please. Not the first two episodes, though, because those garbage. are horrible. All right. We will see everyone soon. Bye, y'all. See you later. Peace out. Adios, muchacho. Y'all come back now, dear.